The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. And we are recording. Um, let's see. Hey, yeah, I think that's me. Um, hey, this is Adventures from hey. the Shed. Welcome back. We're online. And here uh, here in um, what I'm going to call is the Shed, which is actually a little, I don't know. Uh, two by three cell that I'm sitting in <laughs> pretty much is the, the home base for Adventures from the Shed now. Um, I'm here with part of the Adventures from the Shed cast. Uh, why don't we say hi? Uh, let's start to my left this time, which is the guy whose name starts with a C. Hey, it's Chris. I am not in a two by three show. This is probably... I don't know, 20 bucks. It's pretty nice up here, actually. <laughs> you got a big so, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I've got the spot. whole bonus room behind me, but I've closed it off with the green screen. So I'm gotcha. in a dormer above the garage. <laughs> and who's the other guy that's here? Oh, I guess that would be me. I'm Jason. Uh, happy to be here. I'm not coming from any large rooms. My room here is maybe about uh, eight by eight, maybe something like that. <laughs> Well, it's not a bad size. Not a bad size. Not a bad size. So here we are. We're gonna. We've started. Um, so we can kind of do a little catch up. One of the things that happens in between uh, for a podcast is you can have a long time in between getting together, uh, which means you end up having to catch up on things that you did before because it's been so long in between. Uh, that's part of what we'll be doing today. We'll be catching up a little on what we did. Uh, at the time that we're recording this, all of our player introduction podcasts have gone live. So we have um, Eli's, Jason's, and the one with Chris and Randy are all live now, or at least all available for download. I guess live is a retrospect term in this yeah. case. Uh, oh, they're all past. They are. They're all past. Um, and we're in the present, and this one will be re released in the future. So we, we've got it all covered. Total time warp. <laughs> so those are out. But by the time you hear this podcast um, or see this episode, you're going to have also seen or heard our session zero where we first meet our characters and we talk about uh, building them, putting together a little backstory uh, based on all of the information we had shared so far. So all that said, where we are today is picking up from that session zero. So we have our characters. We've determined they're all going to start in Ket. Um, Oh, the other thing I wanted to do, uh, Jason, I assume you have the JPEG. Of the maps? Yes, I have. Yeah, oh. let's see if you can share that. Yeah, I can share that for you right here. So let me go ahead here. Yeah. And I, I just changed share. the options to let multiple participants share. So there it should we be go. sharing now, hopefully. Yep. So this is our pretty, pretty map which Jason doesn't want to take a lot of credit for, but regardless of how much the program did the work, Jason still had to put in some parameters, right? Some, yeah. Some. <laughs> there it, you it, go. Took me, it took me maybe about an hour to, to put this all together. The program is incarnate. It's very, very user-friendly, especially if you're like me, who's a creative mind, but not good with the fingers and the drawing and like the artistic side of it. Uh, it makes it very, very uh, friendly and easy to create maps, and I've been doing more and more with it here. And so, uh, yeah, this is uh, neat. Never. Um, and just as a funny side reference, do you happen to have the JPEG I sent you? The little drawing I did oh, to uh, say here? Because <laughs> I didn't I'm really sure think about that, but that's going to be I'm a pretty, pretty funny sure side by side. 
Let me do the before and after. I just want to say that I want my guy to live behind the waterfall. There you no, go. Not I just want to say hey, it right now. Before anybody else steals want, it. <laughs> yeah, before oh, anyone else steals it. That's my house. That's my cave. But um, every time I go and leave. I had the picture in my head of what Neva should look like. And yeah, Jason so was asking me, before we get started, can you send me a sketch? The only thing I had available was my phone. So this is my finger drawing on my iPhone <laughs> in, in, I think, two colors. Yeah. I mean, it, I had to take a lot of liberties with, you know, <laughs> the, the details and things. But for the most part, I think it came off pretty good as yeah. far as. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you ever watched Spinal Tap. He's like, like, hey, we need this, like, the yeah. Stonehenge model. It's like, this yeah, is the, yeah, the Stonehenge be, that was in danger of being trod upon by a dwarf yeah. on stage. That's what this is right here. Yep. So, I mean, I, I, I saw it and I was like, yep, yep, I, I okay. All right, this is, uh, I can work with this. Sketch on a napkin. <laughs> and the thing is, I wanted to capture how the right side of the map was definitely going to be land, but it hadn't been explored yet, or, or you know, all maps are lost, whatever the case is. Mm. And the left side is water. So I couldn't do that in just portrait mode without doing it sideways and saying north is to the right. So that's actually not Z anybody I, i'm sure people are familiar with a compass uh, oh, yeah. but yeah, that's yeah. north and um hey, in never it's a z not a and, yeah, could, yeah. Have been. I, I i sat and i stared at your drawing for probably about an hour i, I contemplated it deeply yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> and then you went to incarnate clicked import and poof <laughs> yep just bam that's just that's that's the magic of the program right there <laughs> that's the artistic interpretation of uh um, all right, all right. But, of uh, my but artistic are, but, endeavor but Chris already called the waterfall, so his person is the waterfall. Um, if you yeah. want to name it, let me know, and I yeah. will. Yeah, I'll come up with it. something. Yeah, I if mean. you call it, you've got to name it. Yeah, you've got to name <laughs> it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, uh, back to that. Oh, and, and speaking of which, I kind of remember, uh, Jason, when you sent it to me, incarnate, it's a K instead of a C, right? It's yes, I-N-K. Yeah. All right. Just in case anyone is interested in that, uh, oh yeah, highly, highly recommend. I am. It. <laughs> highly recommend. It's it's yeah, easy. If, if anyone, if if Joe or Chris, if you guys ever wanted to log into it, I'll I'll give you guys my login. It's it's free to use, and you can jump in there. I have all the assets for it and everything. So, oh sure, we'll paste it on the screen with a link for your. There you go. That, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Not right. Um, I've got to get more into the editing stuff. I've got to get my uh, stream deck set up so I can press buttons and just make things show up. Anyway. That would be fun. Uh, but here we are with um, Neaver. Can you uh, maximize that again, please? Yeah, let me go ahead and just reshare just on. Neaver. Yeah, just share uh, there we go. photos. There we go. Um, and for those who were listening, uh, watching before, we came up with some names. And the names that we had come up with are ones that we use directly onto the map. So when it comes to the big cities, the mountains of the lost, um, those things are now established. Uh, it's in, important that we keep so much open uh, based on what, what we had talked about in previous episodes, which is the investment that both the players and the DM get to have in the world. Now, as Chris said, he already claimed something on the map and that's cool. Uh, so we have that opportunity now. Instead of saying, is there some forested area where my elf might have come from? 
now we have a, a nice visual reference where somebody can just say, I want to come from that forested area. I want to come from a deciduous forest. <laughs> um, but we've got, I really like the way it came out with essentially the different ecosystems and what would be almost obvious different climates, uh, elevation, that kind of thing. Um, like the lower left, the, the southwest portion of the map, uh, looks like it's elevated cliffs with still sand beach around, which is pretty darn cool. So we can definitely do something with cliffs at some point. And we can be assured that the big city that's out there has something to do. And we'll have to establish what that is. Uh, so Jason's going to be our um, map maintainer. Uh, cartographer, I, I love using the word cartographer, but this is like explored. It's a, you're, you drew the map already. You're done with that. <laughs> now you get to be the maintainer. Yep. Yep. And, and again, it's, it's, uh, it's something I've always enjoyed doing. I have about 40 or 50 maps I've drawn up for the different things uh, that I have planned out as a DM and everything. And, uh, you know, over the break that we've had from the last time, you know, uh, this Asheville was never a part of the, the map. It wasn't part of the world when I first originally put it out there. But then Randy, uh, he's like, hey, I would really like to have it if my village was here in you know, this kind of area. And, you know, bam, now it's there. So, you know, uh, the cool things that they come up with now for Dungeons and Dragons to support DMs and players as far as immersion and creating these kind of things is, is really awesome. It's, it, it really yeah. is. That's very cool. It looks like uh, Chris got interrupted there a little. Yeah, I saw my VPN disconnect and reconnect. It's kind of weird. That's crazy talk. I know. Uh, they must so be to me. <laughs> that's it. They finally traced it back through the seven oh, different points. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I'm in trouble now. Yeah. Um, so let's, uh, yeah, as, as I just wanted to make a, another mention, uh, repeat kind of what Jason just said, that this is a live world that, in between when we have conversations, we exchanged uh, messages, emails as a group. Uh, I don't think we had any side conversations this time. In between, everything was as a group. And because of that, um, we all knew that Randy said, well, now that I've seen the map, can you put my hometown up there? And that's where it ended up. And it's very easy, apparently, for Jason to do that. But it's also very easy for us now to recognize so like there might be a comment from some character like you're from the north, right? Because now we know that is the north and we are all the way on the east and Malagar is down uh, to the south. Um, the other thing I hadn't really thought that much about was uh, as a port city, I'm going to have to think of some more stuff because we didn't really talk about um, uh, water stuff at all. But Malagar's right in that little, um, oh gosh. I got peninsula stuck in my head. It's the reverse. It's the water in the middle. It's not, I don't think that's a gulf. Is it Inuit or something? No, uh, that's not right. Uh, um, inlet? Right. About inlet, inlet. Inlet is inlet. probably it. Inuit. We'll Isn't that inlet. the Alaskans? Yes. Inuit is Inuit is Alaskans. Yeah. Wow. What the hell am I doing? Um, but we have that. So we have all these these pieces that help us. Uh, establish where we are, what we're doing, and what kind of history we can have. Yeah. And that, that was your fault, Joe, for, for putting Malgar on, on the coast right there. It's according true. to your drawing, the yep. little circle is right on the line. And I was like, all right, support C. It's highly <laughs> accurate. And then you nailed it. 
you can almost still see the little circle there that I drew. Yeah. But no, yeah. no, no, that's no. why. That's why it's a circular city. It's got a nice little ring to it. Yeah, there we go. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and put the map away for now, if you don't mind, yeah. and um, yeah. we can start talking more about the characters. So let's go back to. We'll start with the um, Guardian of the Universe, Apraxis. <laughs> Yes. Um, and I have the characters up in my browser, so I can look at them as well. Uh, I won't share the screen unless we feel like um, it, it's going to be useful at some point, which it might. It might be good to, to take a quick look when we start some dice rolls. But in the meantime, Chris, if you want to go ahead and re-describe Abraxas to the best of your memory, because what I'm going to do now is, while we're kind of waiting for Eli, I'm going to have you two guys sitting in the same place eating... Um, we're going to say lunch. Um, let me see if I can remember. Where was... Nope, that's not the right note. Uh, Too many notes. Too many Yeah, notes. it's the session zero note that I need to open, not the other one. Um, I, I was almost going to have you uh, give me a, 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 a pre-release of uh, the recording when we were talking about our characters. Kind of like, oh, what did I, yeah. what did I say I was going to make this guy be, you know? And <laughs> what, were the other, what were the other players' back histories? I want to try to like take yep. in and maybe use for parts of uh, how I can work mine out, things like that. Yep. So I, remember, I remember enough pieces, hopefully. you know. So we're in the city of Ket, and the um, you guys are sitting at the, uh, the local tavern, and I don't have a name for that yet. Do either of you want to... I had something? in my notes, for whatever reason, it was called the Get Lit Tavern. Oh, why don't I have that? Well, that's what it is now. Um, or that's what it is again. Or was that was was that one of the uh, was that Randy's characters? No, character? Randy's bar was the Stay In. Uh, uh, oh, that's that right. The yeah. Goblin Inn. Yep, that's it changed right, to the, the Goblin Inn. Yeah, yeah Goblin. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so. um, all right, so we're at the Get Lit Tavern. The sign outside just has um, almost like a candelabra, and uh, some of the the flames are lit, and the, you can see somebody. It's like the the sign has a hand reaching to light another one. And that, as well as, you know, two tankards just clanging together uh, right above that. So inside, it is all woodwork. There's like not a stone or, or iron piece to be seen anywhere. Uh, everything is made out of wood. Um, there's a little bit of glass here and there. But um, the tables and the chairs are nice hardy thick pieces of wood and um they're immaculate the tables and chairs are like super clean when you walk on the floor your feet stick like there's a year of beer on it <laughs> so you have that <laughs> sound as you're walking and it's like they just don't clean the floor but everything else it's it's like um really clean uh and within the place is a very warm aroma of um like yeast and baking as well as uh mead so you two are sitting in there now i want to let you guys decide are you sitting together are you having a conversation or are you about to meet i want to be sitting alone at a table by myself with a pile of scrolls unraveled. I'm just kind of going through them, trying to figure out what I'm looking at. As I have this huge, like, stogie, this huge cigar, it's almost like a torch in my mouth. And I'm just chewing on it. And every once in a while it goes out, and I just, like, breathe a little bit of fire on it to re relight it. 
and I'm, I'm like deep in thought, like I'm confused of what I'm looking at. This huge pile <laughs> of uh, scrolls and maps and things like okay, that. Okay, cool. So you drink alone with nobody else? Well, <laughs> well somebody's buying this meat. <laughs> I'm all about um, that. All right. So a quick description of what um, uh, Bell sees when he looks over at your table. Yeah, the, the so, character. No, I saw what the the table looks like, but remind us of what the Dragonborn Abraxas would look like. Would he have a hood pulled over or anything like that while he's there? No, he's got his. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, his hood. He does have a cloak, but he doesn't have it on because he's you know obviously smoking and trying to get a good view of his uh, maps, his pile of maps, and uh, he's a, a gold dragonborn, so he looks like a gold dra- human gold dragon, but he's. He's larger than most. Like a lot of those guys are like over six foot easy and maybe you know, almost 300 some pounds. He's seven foot, like 420 pounds. He's like a really big dude. He's oh, like so a, he was probably surprised when the chair didn't creak when he sat on it. Yeah. He, like, this is like, he's this place is sturdy. awesome. Yeah. yeah. This place is legit. Um, so he's just enjoying uh, a drink and looking over his pile of maps. Okay. Like, uh, he's, so he's lost yeah. in thought. All right. So bell, now you've got uh, a little bit of a view of um, what you see looking, I don't know, maybe you have to stand on your toes to look over the table, but whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> All right, so uh, Belle is over by uh, the bar area, um, dressed in you know, a respectable looking uh, cloak and is twirling a, uh, a coin through uh, his fingers. He's right now currently trying to talk to the bartender uh, to see if he can get some information about anybody who would... Uh, have any details or, or maps or, or any kind of information about the Mountains of the Lost as far as where he might want to go. Something he can compare to his own personal maps that he has. Ah, so let's say your conversation's been going on for a few minutes and clearly um, he's reading from the here's what I tell adventurers thing that he's come up with. Yeah. And he's just on a script of um, that there are uh, no real maps to the east of Ket. There are mountains, but we we can see those. We, there are no maps of what's on the other side. Um, and within the the sphere of what he talks about in there is, so uh, there was a couple of um, uh, adventurers here last week who said they were going to go conquer the wilderness. And uh, as far as he knows, nobody's heard from them since. Uh, they... Uh, they are just the last in a long line of adventurers that have um, not found their way back to civilization once going through the mountains of the lost. But it's all very, I mean, like I say, it's almost a script that he's saying because he probably gets asked enough. You don't get any other, you don't get anything specific, let's say. He's got the rehearsed answer. He's more interested in telling you about the, you know, the new mugs that just came in from the potter. (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, Bell, a little bit dis, dis, uh, disappointed at some of the information, uh, simply just puts down a copper and is uh, looking around and uh, up on the stool again, because Bell's only about two feet 11 inches, yeah. scans the room and uh, maybe notices that uh, dragon over there with a few maps yeah. in his possession. And these are big round tables, like, um, um, I don't know, maybe eight feet edge to edge. It's a, it's a big table, like the, the kind of table that you can't reach the person that's sitting across from you. Yeah, uh, Bell, look over to the, to the bartender and go, 
So, um, uh, that, uh, that dragon guy over there, what can you tell me about? Well, he's been here for, oh, I don't know. It feels like hours. He's just sitting there mumbling about, this doesn't make sense. And he keeps shuffling those papers around and I'm not sure what to make of them, but he's been drinking. So yeah, everyone's drinking? I'll get up and walk around the table flip a map, look like I'm frustrated, sit okay. down, sit and think, relight this big cigar. looks like a torch hanging out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, and um, the bartender says, he's bigger than most that have gone on to their, well, doom. And uh, I think, uh, who knows, maybe he'll come back, but I doubt it. Okay, okay. Um, is it, is oh, hey, I got choice? two people. I got two people waiting to get in here. I have to click it. See, this is what happens when you put that window in the background. Dang it, we're going to do a quick redescription of that when we have oh, oh. Uh, Eli. I'm surprised yeah, I didn't get a Facebook message. That, I think, is a candle. No, I think that's his forehead next to the candle. Oh, there we go. Oh, that there's, is there's an Eli. I thought it was two candles. Uh, guys, um, <laughs> guys, Eli and Randy, I apologize. I put the window in the background while I was typing notes. I have no idea how long you've been waiting. Uh, no, just, just a few minutes. Yeah, uh, nothing. I wish it hadn't been a Nothing few minutes because we were just starting some descriptions. I did a <gasps> good. I get a good deal. Uh, uh, did a good deal of stalling <laughs> while uh, while we were waiting, just redescribing stuff and how we're playing. But um, now that you guys are here, why don't you go ahead and say hi, uh, Eli? You can go first. Hola. See, you can't Hola. say what I said. No, that's oh. good. Uh, Hola. I like, by the way, we've got this this look to the side with the window behind you this time. It's kind of a dramatic look. I, Not uh, quite as dramatic as an eclipse behind <laughs> your head. Yeah. Did you pull the shades? <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, my webcam got moved, and I forgot how I set it up the last time, so this is, <laughs> this right. is how I look right now. That's cool. Um, and the other new guy. You know, the guy who's in the interrogation room. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Randy, and I was not there that day. <laughs> the numbers, Mason. What do they mean? I'm not even supposed house. to be here today. <laughs> um, Good to see you guys. Good. Yeah, and welcome back. So let me just give you a quick update on where we are. Uh, I spent a couple of minutes um, probably, uh, again, trying to stall for some time. But we kind of reintroduced. Um, Abraxas, Chris's character, and let me give you a um, quick recap of where you guys are. I've got to click back to the note that hid your invites, or, or you're waiting. Um, so you guys are in the city of Ket. Um, everybody is. Right now, between um, Randy, your character, and Eli's character, um, you're not in this tavern yet. The name of the tavern is the Get Lit Tavern. Jason reminded me of that. But... Um, uh, you've been in there before. Maybe you already have a room there and that's where you're staying. I'll leave that up to you. But the, a quick description, the place inside is all wood. You can't find uh, stone or iron anywhere. There's a little bit of glass here or there, like the windows and, and um, there's some actual glasses, cups. But um, it's all wood and it's all very sturdy, very thick and very clean. Although the the tables and chairs and the bar top and the walls, everything is like extremely clean wood. However, it seems like they don't care about the floor. And when you walk, it's like last year's beer is still on the floor. You get that sticky sound as you lift your feet as you're walking across. And the place always smells of something baking and brewing. So you get this, you know, this yeast and hops and all these different smells uh, 
all the time. And they usually have a different, like a, a daily bread that they make themselves, which is uh, today is the pine nut bread. But um, I'm sure Abraxas has probably had some of that by now because what we have is loaves. a bread. He'll <laughs> 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 be pinching them off later. Um, <laughs> Abraxas is sitting at a table. And um, if you guys don't mind, I'm just going to do the quick recap and you guys, you guys can re-describe what you're doing. But he's sitting at the table. He's got a bunch of scrolls and maps and stuff around him. He's looking um, frustrated, confused with the stuff that's there. Uh, Bell is at the uh, bar or had been at the bar talking with the bartender, trying to get some information about um, what's on the other side of the Mountains of the Lost and really just got a boilerplate answer. The, the, um, apparently the bartender always tells people, uh, like, yeah, there, nobody's been back. Um, about the only thing that might have been significant, which I, I did call out, was uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was a couple of adventurers, or about a week ago or so, there was a couple of adventurers that said they were going to go conquer the Mountains of the Lost, and nobody's heard from them since, as far as he knows. Um, and we left it with, Bell was just about to go over and see this dragonborn at the table, who's got all these maps and scrolls figured out or splayed about on the table. Uh, the one thing I want Eli and Randy, you to think of is your characters are about to enter the get lit tavern, or maybe you're in your room at the get lit tavern and about to come down into the, the eating area for lunch. So decide how you're going to enter. And what you will see is the halfling and the dragonborn interacting as you're about to hear from Jason and Chris. Will do. <clears throat> All so right, so so Bell would uh, is going to ask the bartender real quick. So uh, he's been here for a while. Uh, does he have a favorite drink or anything that he's been ordering? Oh gosh, what? Um, Do they have anything besides mead? Yeah, what? Well, I mean, they make a couple <laughs> of um, uh, custom drinks there that they've given special names to. Would um, Abraxas be as corny as to order something with dragon in the name? Yes, definitely. Okay, so he's drinking the flaming dragon. Yes. Flaming dragon, flaming and it dragon. is right. some kind of mix of um, something brewed with like a crap ton of cinnamon. Think today's fireball. Um, yes. It's that kind okay. of thing, but it's the, okay. the flaming dragon. All right, uh, I'll look at the bartender and go. Okay, um, can I get uh, your largest uh, mug of that, please? <laughs> um, did anybody here see the So I Married an Axe Murderer? <laughs> no. Yeah, so when he orders the small cappuccino and he gets this, like, bigger than a soup bowl, a salad <laughs> thing, um, the, the bartender goes and grabs what you thought at first was a novelty stein. And he brings it over, holds it with two hands, fills it up. You see him mixing like half a gallon of stuff into this stein. Um, and he, he finishes it with that little, he takes a, a light from a nearby candle and there's this poof of light uh, flame off of the top. And he said, well, there you go. And the, the, yes. the mug that you have is probably half your height. Oh, oh well, um, yeah. that is quality, quality drink. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Bell's going to do his best to take it and get down off of the bar stool that he's on and, uh, and carry it over to, um, to the dragon who's looking very flustered. Just to uh, put it in some perspective, if we were in a situation where this mattered, you'd be doing a strength check to move this thing. 
just dragging it across the floor. Bell just puts it on the floor after a few minutes and just is now pushing it across the sticky floor, uh, probably picking up some of the grossness on like the cup of the, hey, on the edge of the cup. Ties are right there. Turn this thing to a Bloody Mary. Put some bacon in there and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be as cool as possible. <laughs> Pushing it all the way up to the thing. You're going, So, um, that's a little heavier. The dragon, uh, hello. Uh, name's uh, Umwaffle. Bell G. Umwaffle. Uh, uh, mind if I uh, sit next to you here? So uh, Braxton looks around like somebody. somebody and I, I, I tug on his on his uh, on his his clothing like no no oh, da- down here da- down. Because what are you about a uh, two two footer? I think maybe two foot eleven. Two feet yeah. eleven. <laughs> I didn't see he, you he down there. He puts the lifts on to get three feet. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm behind the that? I'm behind the mug right now. Is yeah. where I'm at. I'm just <laughs> behind That's the floor. quite impressive if you could handle that yourself oh yeah yeah no I, I i brought this over here you look like uh you were having a rough time and i figured maybe we could uh we share a share a gut pin i'm gonna try to pick it up on and put it on the table i'm going to get that for you i, I don't <laughs> even let him get like uh, if i pull him yeah. with the drink onto the yeah. table Ooh, <laughs> yeah there's plenty of room left on the handle for you to grab it yeah, yeah i grab onto it and i'll sit down <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll stand on the table with the mug. i appreciate uh, it what kind well, of course of course uh well uh I don't know about you, or if you know, um, I'm kind of uh, on a, and I open my, my, my robe a little bit, and there's a little badge from the Order of the Eternal Ring on there. I just flash real quick, and I go, I'm kind of uh, looking for uh, people who might know a thing or two about uh, the Mountains of the Lost, and uh, rumor has it uh, that uh, you might have some information. I see you got a lot of uh, papers. It looks like some maps as I'm standing on them here on the table. Well, that's the problem. Every map I look to, no information. They all end the same spot. Everything. Details, details, details. Mons of Lost, nothing. I can't find anything. It's frustrating. I have piles of notes, piles of maps, nothing. I'm sorry. I didn't get your name, by the way. Again, my name is Bell. Bell. Abraxas. 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 All right. What what are you, uh, what is your, what's your interest in the Mountains of the Lost, if you don't mind my asking? Well, I'm a fan of maps, as you can see. I want to be the first to map it. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, have you ever been uh, this far, uh, this far east or west? Or Actually, west no. Or this, is the, this is the first time I'm in. Yes, this is the first time in Ket for me. First. Although it's nice. It's very, very sturdy furniture for some. Oh, oh, yeah. No, very sturdy. Little sticky floors. Well, I'm kind of used to that. <laughs> Just a little sticky. I'm a little. I'm used to a, you know, uh, maybe a little bit finer things. But um, uh, I mean, are you planning nice for on, my scaly skin? <laughs> are you planning on uh, venturing into the mountains, or are you just planning on maybe doing some surveys down here, gathering more stuff? Are you? You look like you might be of an intellect, and I'm just trying to see if you, um, you know, are, are a researcher. <laughs> I appreciate that you think so, but you got a big head. I imagine with a big uh, head, you have a large. Uh, you know, it's full of uh, crazy ideas, perhaps. Uh, not so much on the smarts, but uh, no, I would. Uh, I, I'm uh, just trying to get more as much information as I can before I go. Okay. Now let me okay. let me interject. For, I'll yeah. interject yeah. for a moment. Remember, um, Eli and Randy. At any point here, your character has already walked in, 
to the room and is already listening to this conversation and what we'll want from you, you decide when you're going to interject, when you're going to come in and just go for it right in the middle of whatever. Hey, I heard your, what, you know, yeah, they were such, just such on a roll. It's like hard to interject. It's, yeah. like, it, it, it's beautiful. I, it is. I was living I, for I, it. I'm taking my, As, my regular size mug and I'm putting it into the big one and, <laughs> and getting some this is going on. As yeah, a matter so of fact, cool if you guys were in there before, you probably also thought this was a novelty mug. You were surprised that it's <laughs> over there. As a matter of fact, Erithness is already in the room and he has just taken a seat at the table, quietly gotten himself an apple cordial, and is just listening to the conversation because they're making no <laughs> no effort to keep quiet and this is just hilarious now the other thing i mentioned was these tables are big round sturdy wooden tables um it's about like eight feet side to side well if you're sitting on one side you can't reach the person on the other side if they're, they're that it's a big sturdy table um so would you have sat farther back and just listened because what i want to give to um Chris and Jason is what Bell and Abraxas notice when they finally like look out of the corner of their eye and see you there. Erethness would have taken up probably the other end of the table and just waited to see if they acknowledged him at all. It's just honestly hilarious to watch these. You're two at the interact. same. Are you at the same table with us? Just on the other end. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that's what an eight foot. You know, it's pretty big. Yeah. Okay. 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 Tea yeah. with you. I, I, I turn back. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, I did not. Uh, that's that's surprising. Usually, I'm very perceptive as far as what I see. Uh, uh, I, I I move my butt out of what would probably be in 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 Ar- uh, face because I'm standing on the table between them, and I'm like, uh, uh, "Hello, stranger. Um, anything that we're saying uh, catch your interest?" And as I say this, I I'm cautious because he's been watching us let's see if he drinks the flaming dragon first then we'll know yes <laughs> we'll know if we can trust him then you can, I don't you know can go ahead and dip your mug in trust but i mean sure, ah, sure. trust me trust me okay okay, okay. join us in a drink please absolutely if i'm taking some of yours it's only fair if you take some of mine and i'll oh. pass abraxas my apple cordial so uh you guys start taking your drinks and all of a sudden you hear the door just burst open <laughs> Hey, bartender! Oh, wait! Adventurers! Just the kind of people I'm looking for. Hi, everybody. My name is Miles. Nice to meet you all. I just got the picture of Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Hi, everybody! (laughs) (laughs) More climbing dragons this way, bartender. I'll just have another apple cordial. And that apple cordial. That's, uh... Uh, you 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 saw that we were adventurers right off the bat. That uh, that tells me that you have an acute perception, uh, my friend. Uh, yes, join us. I, I've seen plenty of adventures in my day. I've had plenty of missions in my own and uh, loss of an end. Sorry to speak. Uh, uh, so I've seen plenty of maps and whatnot, and seen people on many an adventure. So I have a good eye for this kind of thing. I see. And uh, what brings you to uh, to this town? Just just adventure or here for something else? Maybe something more sinister? Uh, I'm just looking to make some coin, looking for some grand adventure, and maybe uh, make some friends along the way. I'm trying to rebuild what I've lost. Oh, well, what have you lost? I lost my business all around. I had my own inn. I had a business with my son's uh, wagon company, and that was all taken from me, unfortunately. Oh, my Sounds goodness. like you your might sons lose your are taken from you. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, Mr. Lizard. What was that? <laughs> the Brax Lizard. I'll let it slide this time. Ah, Braxis, <laughs> Miles, nice to meet you. Shake his hand. <laughs> uh, no, flaming Braxis dragon? like abrasive. Huh. Yeah, there's, pl- there's plenty of flaming dragon here. And a let me keep that up for the, you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. But you lost your business and your 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 sons too. I mean, that's that seems pretty harsh. Uh, the sons are still alive. One's kind of oh. in the military right now. The other oh, one, okay. I don't know what he's off doing. Uh, he lost. He was running the carts. Uh, he probably uh, is still working for that scum of a area of kingdom, Malagar. Ma- yeah, Malagar. That I have a map to right here, and I go pick it up. Oh, oh you don't have to show me a map of that town. As an interesting side note here, um, Abraxas's map is a little dated, if you will, and it still shows the inn as the stand-in. Hey, there's my baby right there. Of course, now it's the Gobble Inn. I've been to neither. Well, I if figure. I can get it, I'll go ahead and treat you to a room and all the food and drinks you need. Well, I just recently <laughs> came from Malagar, and... Uh, that place is uh, swimming with corruption, I think, and uh, I'm sorry to hear that you are on hard times, oh, my friend. Some of the worst of the worst. I'm sorry okay. if you had to deal with any of them yourselves. Oh, no, I, I dealt with them. I dealt with them pretty handily, and again, I'll flash my, my, my badge real quick. Just in a, I, I handled my business pretty well. Oh. What about you there, uh, quiet man with the uh, apple cordial? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm Right here, right now, enjoying the conversation. Oh, I'm here much the same as Miles. Gold, stories, adventure. I don't think we got your name. Yes, we did not. Earthness. Earthness Siegfried. Earthness Siegfried. Okay. And uh, you're here, I mean, any particular reason why you're on an adventure, Mr. Earthness? Just Earthness. Earthness was my father. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what would you say when something was his? It was Arithmesis's. Arithmesis's. <laughs> yeah. How many apostrophes are in that? <laughs> Not <Well>. enough. <laughs> I'm trying to raise up gold to set my family well off. I oh, oh, had my first man. son two years ago. Very Unlike nice. most of the people in my family, he started, well, slinging spells. Can't even speak. There's, there's promise in this one. I want to make sure I can send him to the best college I can. Okay, all right. Well, colleges are expensive from what I hear. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they are. So, as a matter of fact... I was about to talk to the, bar, the barkeep here. Uh, where are you guys heading? You see this map here? See where it ends? All these maps, see where they end? Always Mountains of the Lost, Mountains of the Lost, Mountains of the Lost. My question is, does anybody know anything about this supposed guard tower up there? I know it exists. (laughs) I had to leave that much. (laughs) This morning was actually one of the clear days where you could gaze up and see it um, as the the morning uh, mist and fog was cleared by the nice bright sun. Uh, you could actually see up to that. And what people have told you is like the guard tower for, with the naked eye um, is tiny. And you can, you've seen what has been pointed out to you. Yeah. Uh, at this point here, uh, uh, Bell will look around the bars to make sure there's no more people who are watching 
because obviously Belle didn't see everybody uh, before, and uh, is going to bring them all closer and be like, well, <clears throat> I don't know if you all are aware of this, but uh, I'm from a special organization, and I just so happen to have in my possession perhaps the only known map of the Mountains of the Lost and what's beyond. Well, now you've piqued my interest. Go Tell on. Tell us more. Bell will pull open a, a, a very, very uh, worn-looking journal. It's leather-bound. It's uh, got a, a cog and looks like three swords on the cover of it. And they look like they're very well. It's been opened many times. And uh, very discreetly, we'll look around and go, Oh, yeah, no, we're just having fun, drinking some, uh, you know, some ale. And then just put it out on the table. Uh, Joe, would you like me to show them the map? Uh, journal. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's do that. <clears throat> and while you're doing that, because you made that note of looking around, there are others, but they look like locals mm. and they're just treating you as another set of people that's about to go off and die. Fair. Okay. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So Bell un unrolls and unfolds and puts a, a, a note uh, of uh, this map on the table for you. Hmm. Huh. Now, so, I must tell you all one something. The fact that I've shared this information with you, I must warn you all, if you try to do anything with it, the Order of the Eternal Ring has zero tolerance for betrayal or traitors. And I just do this to all of them. <laughs> nice. I'm not worried Classic. about any rings. <laughs> <laughs> It is the one eternal ring. Yeah. So, how do you guys how want to react these, to that? How valid are these encampments listed here? Although they're, they're, these, this comes from some of the <clears throat> most respected historians and archivists from the Order of the Eternal Ring. Let me tell you, I have volumes of their material, and it's never steered me wrong yet. When was this map last updated? Is this my, grand, my grandfather gave me the map, and uh, he was uh, definitely hot on the trail of some things. Did he make the map? No, no, he got, he got this from one of the agents within the system. Hmm. So what you're saying, if I'm understanding correctly, is it's an old map. And he got it from a guy who knows a guy. Mm-hmm. This sounds reliable. <laughs> Question mark. Well, it's better I than mean, what I got. I mean, if you got, I mean, I'm, I'm just willing to share my information. I'm looking for some people to maybe head up uh, the mountains, and uh, you know, uh, if you want to come back alive, maybe you uh, <clears throat> take some of the information seriously. You know what, gentlemen? This is all we've got. I think we can trust this guy. Sorry, Miles. Miles. Miles Bell. Bell G. Umwaffle. Oh, hi, Mr. Waffle. Uh, Umwaffle. Oh, Umwaffle. Umwaffle, yes. Umwaffle. And uh, I'm sorry, I uh, didn't catch your name, Silent Solemn Man, in the corner? Oh, uh, Siegfried. Erethness Siegfried. If can we're I call going, you, no. Can I call you Big E? No. <laughs> Nicknames are earned. 
Ah, true. So you just call them earned now. That's good. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go earn. If we so, are going to take this seriously and join together to venture beyond the mountains of the lost, I think we should gain a better understanding of each other and our skill sets. I'll start if it makes everyone comfortable. I'm on my second month now. <laughs> I'm still finishing my first. And this is one of the times yeah. where I'll tell you, unless you are seeking to get inebriated, there won't be any roles. And if you want to pretend drunk, go for it. Um, at this point, it's just a social interaction. There's no need to do any uh, rolling it, unless you, you want to. Unless you want to see if something weird happens. Nope. Is my flagon of a dragon? Um, it is of uh, two dragons chasing each other around it. It's actually very well done. It's one of the reasons why the, uh, the barkeep uh, actually would prefer to talk about his mugs, his custom-made mugs from the local potter, than uh, talking about this whole Mountains of the Lost crap. <laughs> I'm glad he's passionate about it. Will something. he let me take this flagon over the mountains? Huh? Maybe. Huh. If you uh, leave him a deposit. It's a good, uh, you know, <clears throat> marketing yeah, firm. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> I will. Um, it does have the, the emblem of the inn on it as well. All right. yeah. Sounds good. Hmm. I think you said it was about lunchtime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys are in there for lunch. <clears throat> nice. Um, so my experience has mostly been bodyguard work for some nobles, uh, escorting caravans. I'm... I could best be described as a cell sword. Axe and shield, great sword, chainmail. That's my basic kit. Is he um in there for lunch fully armed? No, no. Okay. I'm in my I'm in casual clothes uh, just, just curious. enjoying enjoying my freely sweet drink. Nice. Because I'm a man and I can. <laughs> it's got a um a pretty little umbrella in it. I'm keeping the umbrella. There you go. <laughs> if the barkeep will let me. <laughs> yeah, sure. What's an umbrella for? <laughs> it's, it's advertising. You never know when we'll come across a pixie on the way, and they need to keep dry. Uh, <laughs> or <that's>, belt. <laughs> <laughs> you could keep half of them dry, I'm sure. Probably, at least. Okay. That's about all there is to me. Uh, so were you hauling carts for the Malgar Trade Association? No, I never did any of the hauling. I, I just made sure bandits and monsters stayed away. Well, did you uh, keep an eye on their trade services? Well, for the most part. What do you mean by monsters? Does it walk on two legs? It's a person. Does it walk on four? It's a monster. As far as my job was concerned, anyways. Nice. What if a bear stood up on two legs and attacked you? Well, then I would have to fight him in mutual combat. But would he be a monster? In that moment, he'd be a person, and I would have to fight him on his terms. Like a oh, okay. Usually, they don't give me time to get out of my armor. <laughs> nice. Are you as furry as a bear under the armor? <laughs> 
my character or me? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I think we're we're mainly speaking of Earthness at this time. Earthness. Oh, I mean, he's decently hairy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm picturing it while you're talking about fighting a bear as a man. <laughs> Not you as a man, but the bear as a man, and trying to do it on his terms, um, but you didn't have a chance to take the armor off. Uh, were you going for, you know, fur guy on fur guy, <laughs> as it were? I think I saw I, that movie. Ew. <laughs> I think I was one of the extras in that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, well, what about you? Uh, Abraxas, was it? Yes. What did you want to know? Where do your skills lie? Well, I'm big, so I'm good at smashing through things. But I don't really lead with that. Um, obviously, oh, I'm not human. <laughs> so I have certain inborn skills. As I light my stove again with a little bit of breath, breath you know, thin breath. Yeah, it's one thing and, that they uh, missed with the description. Um, Chris, describe that again. Say again? The cigar. Uh, describe that again. Uh, oh, right. It, so it's, it's, a, it's a cigar, but it's almost like a small... It would be like a torch to you guys. That's how big it is. Mm-hmm. So I have trouble keeping it lit. So I'm always you know, breathing on it, the little flame to get it going. I'm mostly chewing on it, though. I'm barely uh, smoking it. Just kind of like sits in my mouth and ashes hit the table. Partially burning my mouth. It's frustrating me more as I go. Um, and I have... Uh, the drink, right? The Flaming Dragon? We're, we're well, we I'll just drink it. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Suck the ashes flavor. off the top. Yes, yeah, there I'm you used go. To that. <laughs> it's charred flaming dragon. Yes. <laughs> mm, yummy. And is Abraxas wearing armor right now, or is it uh, just uh, leather? No, yeah, I have chainmail on. Ah, dragon wearing more armor. Don't you have natural scales? <laughs> Every little bit helps. Ah, I'm into that. that. I'm uh, into that. Feels Almonds good on my sensitive skin. I'll also drink to that. <laughs> Drinks. Bartender, more flaming dragons. This little, the little one is paying, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, no he's problem got, with he's that. He's got some fancy stuff at all, at all. Um, what about also, you, there, Mister uh, Miles? Uh, well, as a former innkeeper, now um, that was what I've been doing for a while. But I can strike up a chord, play a lovely tune on a flute, or bang a drum if necessary. I'm pretty good with almost any instrument except the singing part, unless you need a nice baritone. Uh. <laughs> was there more to that? Uh, there could be if there's some coin involved. I toss him a copper piece. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, that's about what I paid for. <laughs> you get what you paid for. One copper, one crappy song. I got nice. my money's worth. Cool. <laughs> so is that all you... instruments? Any survival skills, spellcraft, oh. combat experience? I'm pretty good with a sword. Um I'm thinking about fancying a bow if I can uh, get one later down the road, but uh, for now, I'll back you guys up with some uh, musical inspiration and uh, a little slice and dice. If you need an emergency bow, animal intestine, you, uh, you walking stick, ash walking stick, oak, it all works. I'll keep that in mind. 
Cool. Last of the bunch. Uh, um waffle. Yes, um waffle. Bell G. Um waffle. I am a international half man of mystery. Is what I like to call myself. Uh, known far Thank and you, wide uh, for for various exploits. Although you might have heard of some of the things I have done. Uh, Truth be told, you probably don't know that it was me who did it because I am just that damn good when it comes down to it. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I want to let you know about me so far. But it seems like we have a, a good crew with your brawns and your brawns and your baritone and my brains. I think that uh, we could potentially make a good team and make our way over the mountains. Bronze, a baritone, and a brain walk into a bar. <laughs> I don't know why that just set up. That setup sounds so good to me. The brain turns around and goes, "Why are you guys on the floor?" All <laughs> those flaming dragons. The oh, um, just just as a, a side note here, one of the things that I look for, and um, Chris and Randy will be familiar with this, is during a um, a session when we're together. I try to listen for things that I think would make good session titles. So this episode will be named Brawn, Brawn, Baritone, and Brain. <laughs> <laughs> the four Bs. Perfect. Yes. got it all together. Th that could be the uh, adventuring party name, the four Bs. <laughs> no, it's just four, just four Bs, just the letter B four times. But uh, I do come from Gorillas, and uh, they are known for uh, their entertainment. So, Miles, I think me and you could get along very well when it comes down to uh, a little bit of theater. I'm easy to get along with, and uh, if you're in a theater, then we're definitely going to get along. Oh, yes. All right. So, um, my fellow group of intrepid adventurers, does anybody need anything before we our daring quest towards the mountains of the lost or i said another round of flaming dragons i mean we have about more than about three quarters of the tanker left here i don't know if we need another round especially <laughs> since i'm paying for it uh, not saying that i don't have the money but i'm just saying it, it, let's, let's just maybe go through what we have first i recommend us getting a meal before we leave with all this alcohol all this alcohol what <laughs> If um if you drink it with the ashes in it, there's some other, you yeah. know more solid it's very content. Very flavorful. Yeah, you can get your protein, you get your protein and minerals floor. from the ashes. It's the blackened flaming dragon. Yes, Cajun style. Cajun style. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, and and that brings up a good point. This would be a good time for uh, each character to assess their personal inventory for their adventure and see if there's anything that you'd like to gather from the, the local general store, um, maybe blacksmith or leather worker, somebody around. You got all the basics around. The place is mainly known for catering to adventurers, so uh, you've got that going for you. How cold is it, uh, DM, uh, at the Mountains of the Lost here as we're going up into them here? As you ascend, you can expect a 20-degree temperature drop. And I don't, I don't remember if we established, but just for the sake of it, let's say we're in the springtime and your regular days are between 60 and 70. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So it uh, might get a little frosty up on the mountain, just a little bit. Uh, I might need to go and uh, 
I mean, I don't, I don't have the, the mass of some of you here. Uh, I might have to go and get a, a few uh, warm items, potentially. Yeah, same. And I'm lacking in rations and funds, so I might perform in this uh, bar, Dio, you know, and try to make some extra uh, cash, cash. Oh, yes. Yes, it looks very lively. Is, is it li- lively right now? <laughs> right now, you guys are the entertainment, so no, ah, it's not. It's not particularly lively outside of your <laughs> table, but your table's interesting. Ah, slow lunch day. Yeah. <laughs> um, a barkeep. Uh, when does uh, business usually pick up around here? Ah, uh, usually around dinner time. People will show up, and uh, then pretty much till the wee hours in the morning, till the locals is, stagger their way home. Is there any place that? Uh, my uh, my 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 handsome bard friend here might be able to do a performance. Oh, too kind, too kind. Well, because you said he's handsome, I suppose he could perform here tonight if he's going to be around. Uh, you got a demo tape? <laughs> a mixtape. Um, do you have any instrument? bard would have a demo tape. Show him the tape. Yeah. <laughs> Does Miles have an instrument with him? Uh, he probably keeps them on him. Okay. Uh, the whole entire time. And, so and they're just kind of strapped to his back. For the sake of this, um, you will uh, perform whatever you want. You describe it good enough that he's going to hire you. But what we'll do later is roll to see how um, how impressed the patrons were with you. And we don't have to play out the whole thing. But for now, um, you describe what you do to entertain the bartender to get him to, to put you on for tonight. Uh, so he's going to pull out his flute and he's just going to kind of flip it one time, catch it, and then just start playing a few notes cool. and kind of just, uh, jump on the table, I guess. So it's a, a jaunty tavern tune that you play. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's going to be. All right. So then upbeat. And, um, he, you actually get a grin out of him and he says, all right, that'll be enough. Go ahead. You'll be, uh, bat- be back here around, I don't know, five o'clock or so. Too kind, too kind. We'll do. You're right. I am. <laughs> he's he's just a very cordial guy, but it's like everything he does uh, that that you've seen is business. The only time he strays from talking about just flat business is when he talks about the mugs or the bar. Hmm. You got a little grin out of him because he knows his bar is probably going to make a little extra money with people drinking tonight. Yeah. Others, so uh, Miles is going to earn some coin, and others are going to do what? Um, Eli, let's go with Erethness. Erethness is going to spend the day limbering up, doing doing stretches, making sure that his equipment is in proper order, well-oiled, nothing is damaged. Uh, if it needs minor repairs, he can he'll do that. It's more just like hyping himself up for the next few days. Okay. So being that this little town caters to adventurers, there's actually a spot towards the <clears throat> eastern edge of town where there are training practice dummies and a little archery range. <clears throat> so if you wanted, you could actually go work out at the gym. <clears throat> mm. Tempting, but uh, yeah. nothing can stop these guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's just... <laughs> He's just going to maintain his gear and make sure that everything is good to go at a moment's notice. Cool. 
Now, is any of the are any of the characters staying at this inn, or have you just arrived today? I'll say I'm the Arathnis is staying. Okay. Yeah, I would say that I probably just arrived and am casing the place. Okay. I but just Tarver. arrived as well. All right. So those who are staying there, you have a room that you can go to. Those who are not, um, I don't know if you expect to adventure later tonight or if you'll get a room and start off fresh in the morning. You know, pick that. Um, and then let's go to um, Abraxas. Once he's done getting frustrated with his scrolls and the, this little party at the table starts to break up, what does he go off and do for the day? Uh, but my, I want to study the map that Bell has. Actually, Jason, can you send it to the rest of the group? Is that, yeah, yeah, is, I yeah. can send that to uh, So I definitely want to study that for a while. Um, and then I, I want to go to the, the gym and uh, make sure my uh, mm. crossbows in working order, things like that. Cool. All right. And then I'll, I'll, I'll check out the show later back at the tavern with uh, Miles. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, what would, uh, aside from sharing a file... What would Bell be up to? Uh, well, Bell is uh, still looking around and trying to get some information. I think Bell would most likely uh, take some time to head to the general store, uh, make sure that uh, uh, he has at least a, a decent jacket since he's smaller and gets cold a little bit easier. Um, and then uh, maybe ask around just a few other people and see if they know anything about the group that just left, which way they went. Uh, that way he can maybe look at the map and see uh, where they left and uh, where a good starting spot might be. Okay. Um, while I'm putting down some notes, uh, what would Miles be up to before the show? Uh, with his one fresh copper he just got, uh, he doesn't think he can get too much, so he's going to uh, camp out uh, somewhere down the road and start playing his loot for a, a bit, trying to make a little bit of more coins so he can buy some gear. Okay. So so how, just, much was the, how much was the flaming dragon, the giant drink? Oh, uh, it was. <laughs> it, it, um, I'm trying to think because we really haven't established how important money is yet. Yeah. And for my purposes, you get all of your standard stuff without counting money because it's just a pain in the butt to keep track of it, especially because we don't have paper or props in front of us mm -hmm. that we can use to represent it. So while we play the online game, the way it's going to work to me is. You're in town. You're going to pick up your standard stuff. If anyone wants something special, what we'll say is you use your money for that and you will, you will be in the state of less money for now, right? Um, you, won't, you won't be going to buy anything special. But um, things like tossing a copper to uh, a poor singing performance or wh whatever you want to do, that, that's, just, that's just, just part of the, the flow day to day okay. so the the prices at the general store the prices at the tavern they're all average so you're going to pay an average amount and because yeah. the bartender got a kick out of filling up the um the novelty stein uh he gives you a decent discount rather than charging you for 20 <laughs> drinks he charges you for like three okay, okay. okay good. Yeah. good lord yeah, yeah. Go, whoo, whoo. yeah. <laughs> what a way to run a business well, he's having fun with it. This is um, a big lunch crowd, so he's actually making some money off of it. <clears throat> Especially enough. with every other um, sentence coming out of the, the Dragonborn is, bring another flaming dragon over. <laughs> how, how much are his custom flagons, by the way? Um, he doesn't sell them, and the way it works is it's like a mug club. If you return often enough, ah. 
He gets I one, see. and he gets uh, he gets the potter to either put your name or your likeness on it, and it goes up on a shelf. And then when you come in again, you can use your mug. Gotcha. But you okay. have to show up enough that he takes a liking to you. There's about five mugs up on the shelf. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like having like my booth at a diner. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. That's well, that's pretty neat. I like I'm it. renting this flag into, uh, for the, for the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm renting this one. <laughs> I can't think of a practical way to carry that, that big I don't know. Wear it on his head like a helmet. It's, it, it holds over a gallon. I mean, it is a... <laughs> Yeah. I'll, I'll stick it somewhere. It's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go right to um, some of the information for you, Jason. So, Bell, um, between the general store and passing people on the street, and I'm guessing, especially because you carry a badge, you'd stop by the local sheriff's office, mm-hmm. which is, you know, think Wild West. It is the local. Oh, I'll, actually, we'll call him Marshall. Is the marshal's yeah. office. And um, there are two people in there. Uh, one sitting and um, just reading and the other sitting behind a, I guess what you'd call it is a makeshift desk. It's not in the best shape. Like uh, when the wind blows, it creaks uh, and it's inside. So <laughs> the place is kind of not all that important to them apparently. But anyway, between the marshal, the general store and, and just people that you, um, you introduce yourself to around, the, the town, you find that the two adventurers that came through were actually um, well-known adventurers from a city. Uh, gosh, I don't have it in front of me. What was the city all the way to the west? Barillus. Uh, it's Barillus, yeah. northwest up there, right? Yep. Um, so they came from Barillus and they were well-known adventurers. Uh, I'll think of some names, but you recognize one of the names, and yes, it was somebody who was known as an adventurer. And um, apparently they, they kind of breezed through town in an afternoon, dropped a bunch of money, picked up some supplies, some you know fresh arrows and some water skins and what have you, and then just headed off into the mountains as confident as could be, and uh, nobody's heard from them since. Um, two uh, human males, uh, both pretty much average. One uh, uh, bright blonde hair, the other one bald. All right. Uh, after that, I would just go to the general store. I just want to get, um, like I said, uh, just a regular jacket that's a little bit thicker in case it gets cold, and then uh, uh, a grappling hook uh, with a well, thing for climbing. And that's it. Um, and then head back to the uh, Get Lit Tavern. The Get Lit. Yeah. And, I, and I, I do want to ask the bartender, though, are any of the five people who he has from his Stein collection up there, are any of those ones maybe – famous adventurers that uh, went up into the mountains or are those all just locals? Um, these four on the sides are locals, but this one in the middle, you notice it's a little bit taller. That was the guy who, um, he actually uh, never came in to the tavern, but he was known as somebody who said, who was said to have returned from the mountains of the lost. Um, but I never saw the guy myself. And this is kind of a, I guess you'd say a stick figure likeness. And um, aside from that, somebody else gave me this little symbol to put on it. And you see uh, like a cog with the daggers on it. Okay. All right. Bell is... If Bell I remembered is, that right, it's the... Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Bell is, is very intriguing and is 
All right. And so this person uh, left. How long ago would you say this person left and then was rumored to come back? Was it years, months? Um, well, Jason, what was the timing of when Agent Zero did this? Because <laughs> that's uh, how long. It was, it was roughly about four and a half years ago. There you go. Okay. Um, the, the mug's been up there for about four years after the story circulated okay. enough. And it interests <clears throat> other adventurers enough when they glance at it uh, to to bring up the story. And it's kind of like a little marketing thing for him. So technically, he could have been in the, the tavern. The guy wouldn't have known anyway, right? If he's at the time? Zero. Yeah. You know, he, could, yeah he could be there right now. He could. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay. You. Okay. He could be me. He could be that guy pointing a bell. So um let's go right to uh we're getting to showtime. Um what does Mile like what would be a three hour show for him? Give kind of a description of what what because I think everyone was coming back for the show. Uh, so give a description of what, what people see. And he does have, by the way, um, there's a fireplace uh, to one side that's decorative because everything's made out of wood. Um, and uh, it's, there's some uh, painted wooden fire in there, which looks really nice, but you know, it's all fake. But awesome. right in front of that is this little six-by-six six stage that's set a little higher. So that's where they usually will have their traveling performing bards. Uh, yeah, so he, uh, would there be a table up there already, or would it just be empty? It would be, um, think of a stand-up comedian kind of thing. There's a, a bar stool up there uh, with a cup of water or whatever it is you need. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he would have dragged the table up there to place down his small drum and his flute uh, while he played his lute most of the night, uh, just uh, singing songs and then telling stories about uh uh, the travelers and adventurers that have shown up in his end previously. And uh, then he would switch instruments after a little while, play a, uh, maybe a solemn flute song close to the end of the night and then pick up the drum and just start banging it to get everyone going again at the end of the night and then throw it down, pick up his lute again and uh, finish the night strong with a, uh, yeah, bells fully uh, into it here. During the, song. during the slow Power songs. Ballad, yeah. Has has a has a has a little bit of a matchup with the tinderbox and just waving it back and forth during the slow songs. Play Freebird, Freebird, free up. Uh, Trying to help you get the crowd into. It. True. I'm to definitely, the I'm definitely uh, screaming, yeah, yelling, like, yeah, every time he's done. You know, try to hype everybody else up so he can make some extra cash for us. There you go. So true <laughs> to the bartender's word, the place actually is busy. So come dinner time. Um, there's a lot of people sitting there eating while you're providing the entertainment and um, the, the whole place is, is pretty packed for that. But afterwards, so it, it probably seats about 40 people. And after that, it's, you know, there's also standing room there. Are, all the seats are full. The bar's pretty full. There's people waiting to get drinks, that kind of thing. The, the place is, is hopping. And, um, there are plenty of people that are just tossing uh, tips up. Uh, do you have a tip jar or would they just be throwing coins at your feet? Probably at my feet. Cause like I said, I had almost nothing when I showed up in the yeah. town. So, so just because I feel like I got a good description out of you about how this goes, um, the, during the show, 
you gather enough money that you can go ahead and equip yourself with standard stuff before you guys head out. Sweet. Nice. One of the things the, uh, the bartender tells you at the end of the night, as he makes sure you've gotten enough uh, of the take, um, uh, he tells you, uh, you know, it was a really good touch playing that, that old standard a couple of times. So people really got into that. Uh, yes. Uh, it was a pleasure to play and entertain everybody. And, uh, the classics are never to steer me wrong. So. Cool. So as we get towards the we'll gladly end, play here anytime. Sorry, forget it. No problem. As we get towards the end of the night, um, when you're getting ready to go to bed, uh, you look out the window and you see the end of the episode. <laughs> so we're gonna. <laughs> oh God! It's coming right for us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cut this one here, so I'm going to stop the recording. We can all say More Planning Dragon! <laughs> Adios. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.